Hello, I'm Elaine Power and welcome to the Mind Speak podcast, where you can learn how to confidently share your voice, message and story for income and impact. Today, I'm so excited to have a conversation about how you can elevate your brand, your value and your message on social media with my special guest, Victoria Winterford. Now, I came across Victoria on Clubhouse, as many of us are spending our time there, and she was facilitating some of the larger rooms there. And I was immediately struck by her knowledge, her kindness, and how much she really wants to make a difference with others. Now, Victoria is a fitness and lifestyle coach, as well as a social media influencer and strategist, and has been featured on E4's Celebs Go Dating and MTV's Celeb X on the Beach. So I'm excited to jump into this conversation today. So let's dive in. Elaine Powell here, keynote speaker, TEDx organizer, and a public speaking and TEDx coach. And you're listening to the MindSpeak podcast, where inspiring entrepreneurs share their stories, tips, and strategies so that you can confidently share your voice, message, and story for income and impact. So if you could just pause the podcast, take 30 seconds to hit the subscribe button, that would be much appreciated. Now let's dive in. Welcome to your weekly edition of Inspiring Stories. I'm so excited to have Victoria Winterford with us in the house. Hello, Victoria. Hi, hi. How are you, Elaine? I'm I'm excited because I've heard Victoria's story before. So I just, I had to have you on this show because I, you know, I think your, your, your story is really inspiring and it needs to be out there heard a lot more. So before Victoria gets into everything, let me just introduce her to you if you're unaware of her, but she's a fitness and lifestyle coach, social media influencer, TV personality and social media marketing strategist. I met Victoria on Clubhouse because a lot yeah. of us <laughs> were in Clubhouse and uh, Victoria um, moderates a lot of the large rooms. And I was like, who is this gorgeous, <laughs> interesting young lady? Um, and so she's going to tell us a lot more about herself. I'm not even going to go into the details of where she was featured because that, that's inside your story. So welcome, Victoria. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting and um, I'm so grateful to be a part of this podcast and your story as well. And like you said, we met over on Clubhouse, which has just been a whirlwind over the past few months. So really excited to meet some incredible people over on that platform. And I'm just really grateful to be here. So thank you. No, my pleasure. My pleasure. So, I, you know, I always I think it's always interesting to find out how did somebody get to do what they're doing right now? How did you get to be? Because you are, you know, an influencer. If you go to Victoria's Instagram, I don't know, 50,000 people plus are following you. You're, you're definitely somebody to watch for 2021. How did you get to do what you're doing right now? Oh, wow. I mean, my story is a little bit of a long one. So I'm going to try and, and give you everything that I feel like you, you should know and need to know without without getting all the boring bits uh, out of the way as well. But um, 
We've got 20 minutes, so. Perfect. Okay, I mean, I can definitely talk. I can talk someone's ear off, so I'll still try and condense it down. But I think for me, my story started in 2015. And prior to that, I was um, a performing arts. I was in performing arts, sorry. I was a dancer, model, actress, and well, aspiring dancer at the time. And I loved the industry I was in. Dancing was always my passion. Modeling, I done it because I felt like I should do. I was a child model as well. So I kind of just fell into modeling. And the industry was very different back then. It's amazing now. It's the demographic when I was modeling was really in a sense of, I don't want to say this in the wrong way, but you had to look a certain way. And within the fashion industry, you had to be a certain size, you had to be a certain weight, you had to be a certain height. And unfortunately, I didn't fall into any of those categories. I was too short and I was... Are you? I'm five foot seven. So I was oh, too short. Like inches short of their five nine that they kind of go... Exactly, exactly. However, I was still being put forward for the fashion jobs. So I would turn up to these castings, the girls would be towering above me And I would immediately think it was down to my weight because they would say, you're just not right. You're you're just too big. And I remember the last job I ever done, my last modeling job was I was 47 kilos, which is about seven stone nine. And I, I turned up on the job and they told me I was too big. And I remember that was a really pivotal moment for me because it made me realize this was not what I wanted to do anymore. This was not who I wanted to be. It didn't agree with my morals and how I felt within myself. I was in a quite a toxic relationship prior to that as well. And on top of that, I was competing in Miss Universe, Essex and Miss Universe Great Britain. So there was a lot of pressure for me to look and act in in a specific way. Now, I ended up winning Miss Universe Essex in 2015, which was incredible. So that was was a big high. I'd never done pageantry before in my life, so it was a new world to me. I then went on to compete in Miss Universe Great Britain, and I came second, so first runner-up. At the time, I was gutted that I didn't win. However, it was a blessing because it meant I got to step away from pageantry and not that I have anything anything bad about the pageantry world it just wasn't for me and if I had won Miss Universe Great Britain I would have had to go through to Miss Universe Worlds and at the time I was not mentally in a state to be competing at that level so I'm so grateful that I didn't win because it it allowed me to focus on the right path for me and start my journey just after were you actually conscious of that at that time that maybe this isn't the right, I'm I'm glad that didn't happen. Or is it in hindsight? No, it's only been recently that I've realised that. At the time, I was gutted. I thought, oh my gosh, I've come onto this pageant and I didn't win. I should have done this. What could I have done better? And because I had that mindset, I immediately again put it down to, I don't look right. I should be skinnier. I should be fitter. I should be looking and acting how they wanted me to act rather than how I wanted to be so again I went into turmoil I ended up 
giving myself a serious eating disorder and not many people knew about it at the time. My friends and family would always say to me, Vic, you're looking extremely thin. I think that maybe you should start putting on some weight or start eating more. I come from, I'm, I'm Greek, I'm Greek Cypriot. So I've come from a family of food. Food has always been a very integral part of my childhood, especially with even on my English side. And my dad's been an amazing cook, my nan, my granddad, and they all brought us to be a cook and food was our social aspect. So for me to go to family events and not want to eat and not want to socialize and be fearful of that, that really then started affecting my relationships. So I ended up getting extremely sick and I ended up in hospital because of it. I thought it was just because I had gut issues, but it was an insane amount of malnourishment, overtraining, increased burnout, which I've only just started to learn about now. And I had completely worn my entire existence out, my mind, my body, my soul, my integrity my individualism my personality that was gone for me and I was just a shell of a person and I was in hospital and they said to me if you don't start to change you're going to end up well anorexic and just going down an incredibly deep dark hole which you're going to find it really hard to get out so I decided at that point okay I'm going to learn about health fitness how to fuel my body so I took part in a personal training course that wasn't for me to become a trainer. That was just for me to learn and gain knowledge. I'm a bit of a geek. So I started doing a lot of research into everything. And I then had this personal personal trainer qualification. At the time, I was working at another job, which was a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week job. I loved the company. It was an amazing job, but I was in charge of four continents in the world I was in charge of four countries even America USA Canada the UK and um, again it wasn't great for my mental health so I decided to take, take a step away from that really focus on me and my passions and my beliefs and that's where I fell into fitness and nutrition mm. I then started documenting it over on my Instagram I would just post recipes my food that I was cooking I'd post really bad workout videos where I had no clue what I was doing I look back at them now and I think wow you had no clue however that was the start of my journey and we all start somewhere we all have to take that first step and I always say never compare your day one to someone else's day 371 because everyone starts somewhere and for me that was my building blocks they were my foundations and that's where I started so over the past couple of years I just built on that I started reaching out to brands I loved I'm obsessed with peanut butter so I would contact peanut butter brands just saying I love your peanut butter I make so many recipes with it would you like to collaborate and at the time they were like yeah let's send you some jars and that's how I really started building my brand sponsorships and just having that connection with brands and I wasn't being paid for it I didn't want to be paid for it I just wanted to be part of a community where I could really start sharing my story and sharing what I was doing. And if I could provide someone with value and help that one person, that's all that meant to me. And that's still to this day, what is my my biggest message, I would say, is that I want to impact one person. If I can impact one person, I can impact two people. If you can impact two people, you can impact 200 people. So 
that journey was quite hard at the beginning because I didn't really know where I was. I didn't really know who I was at the time. I was just posting, just trying to grow a social media account, not for followers, just for myself to have accountability every single day to know that I was on the right path. And then in 2017, um, I was approached to take part in a show called Celebs Go Dating. Now, my friend, um, so I used to be a dancer and I used to dance in the same studio as Diversity. So they were all me. Yeah, they're absolutely incredible. And I mean, they I was a fan of them even before they became who they were now. And I remember turning up to the studios, not knowing it was their studios. And I walked in the front door and there was Ashley Banjo there and the guys there. And I was just like, where am I? I don't know what I'm doing. Not a clue. But I just delved straight in. I started dancing and then I ended up uh, taking part in the fashion shows that they used to do um, all over the UK. And I absolutely loved it. And I felt like that was my home at the time. And so because we were quite close with them, coming back now to 2017, we was backstage at Diversity's tour and the producers or the uh, people that ran Celebs Go Dating were there, ended up having a chat with them and they asked me the apply and then go on the show I was like I don't want to do this I really do this reality <laughs> never done anything like this before in my life but I'm always one to just take every opportunity and I always say that but then if opportunity doesn't not go and build that door so I take everything if I can I say yes to it and if that like if it aligns with me of course so I took part in the show and what was meant to just be one filming day ended up turning into about two weeks three weeks worth of filming and I was on about 10 episodes and it was amazing it was great were you were you was it because you were one of the celebs who went dating or were you one of the part you know the people they met and I was one of the the dates as they call it and then I ended up yeah so then I ended up dating uh one of the celebs that was on the show and because we dated for a little while after the show as well that was a part of those few months I suppose back in 2017 which then led to me doing is there no name drops is there no name drops <laughs> <laughs> you have to go and watch the show I think it's on a, it's on Netflix at the moment all the old celebs go dating is all on Netflix so go, go and give it a watch it's a great one I watched uh, another show you're going to talk about so I watched yeah. clips of that but I okay. haven't Okay, so uh, so I was dating uh, Callum Best at the time on Celebs Go Dating, and that didn't last. But obviously, we became quite close friends because of it. Um, after a little while, we had we had some business together, etc. Um, yeah. And then Callum, I like that, the persona he gives out <laughs> to the. Do you know what he does? And and Callum Callum's a great guy. He always will be, and you still see him on loads of TV shows now, etc. And um, yeah, so at the time, it just it it wasn't meant to be. Our worlds didn't align at that point, and it didn't work out. So that then led to me doing Celeb X on the Beach, which was aired in 2020. So this time last year, but it was filmed in 2019 at the end of the year. 
Can I ask, did they have one of those shots where you come, come out of the boat and you're running kind of slow motion? I think it's actually been made into a GIF now. So if you type in my name on the GIFs, it comes out and there's a GIF of me walking out of the water. I have, I have a couple of GIFs, which again is kind of crazy and I have a gift but it's, it's there it's there I'm in a yellow I'm in a yellow polka dot no it's not polka dot I'm just in a yellow bikini but um yeah so that show was aired last year but between the two shows there was a lot of organic growth again just for me and my story I was in and out of personal training. I started working at um, F45, high-intensity circuit training in Stratford. So they've, again, been a massive part of my growth. And Mm. we started, again, working with a lot of the younger generation, helping them get fit, helping them just kind of become the best versions of themselves and really come out of their comfort zones. And I was asked to run a couple of workshops with the girls that were coming from a school close by just to talk to them about social media and any mindset struggles they were having. And as soon as I had done my first talk with those girls, I realised that that's what I really wanted to do. And I really wanted to work with the younger generation to start giving them a voice to be heard, to start giving them some direction in this world that we call Earth right now, because what on earth is happening? We have no idea what, what is going on and we are consumed by so many different forms of so many different forms of social media, so many different platforms. And I think it's really hard now for the younger generation to come out of an educational system, which may not be serving them at the time, and come out and want to be a creative, want to be an influencer or a, a YouTuber, but yet they haven't been taught any of this. So they they dive into this world that they deem is acceptable to be a massive part of and they want to be this this voice and this impact and this influencer but they don't understand what comes with it and they don't understand how to get to that point and talking about what message they have what's their story what's their why I spoke to a girl must have been about a few weeks ago really lovely she wants to be on Love Island and I asked her why and she said because I want the fame and the money. And I said, but that's fine. If you want that, no one can take that away from you, the fact that that's what you want. We cannot judge anyone for what they want to do in life and where they want to be. If you want to be famous, great. But the question I then asked her was, with the fame and the money, what are you going to do with it? Because at this point, this is when mental health and mindset issues really rise because they come out of these shows with a huge huge amount of following they're earning a lot of money and they have no idea what to do with it they have no idea who they are they've got no plan of action and no direction and that's purely because it's a lack of knowledge and so I feel that I want to be that nugget I want to be that person that gives them the knowledge to be able to take everything that they've managed to accomplish and use it in the right way to really build an empire that's going to last for years and years because you can come out of a reality tv show and by the next year 
no one knows who you are because the next reality TV show is on. And that's when people start to, again, become depressed and anxious because they've lived this high life. They've had all the the free trips and the free meals and the the free clothes. But 20,000 likes on a photo is not going to pay for your bills. It's not going to be inheritance for your children. So it's what what impact do you want to have? What do, what do you want your legacy to be? And forgetting about social media, we always think, what is your legacy? Who do you want to be in life? Where do you want to be? What message do you want to show? And what voice do you want to have? Because it's all well and good being an influencer, but unless you're proactively influencing people in the right way, you can't really call yourself an influencer. You're just a, someone that's promoting. So. Yeah. So let me ask you. So, uh, just what you've shared, what you're you're up to, I really want to acknowledge. Uh, you know that out of going through the um, the eating disorders when you're in the modern world, and then you know going and finding how to be healthy with the fitness, and then that transitioning into you know diversity and 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 those reality TV shows. So I suspect at some point you're. Um, impact and influence and visibility was really high and it most probably was then maybe possibly I don't know you'll tell me at the beginning of COVID how how have you because you're going to be helping those young people transition and have that um, have the foundation to deal with um, being out there when they have their message how have you transitioned from the end of the show to where you are now what do you think has been that foundation So if I'm going to be completely honest with you, last year, just before we went into lockdown, I was loving life. I'd just come off of the show. I was going to events all the time. Again, there's loads of opportunities for brand partnerships coming up, maybe future TV work. And we went into lockdown and everything was stripped away. Everything was closed. The borders were closed. There was no travel. We couldn't leave our homes. We couldn't go to events. We couldn't really do that many brand partnerships because brands weren't spending money. So they didn't want to spend that money because they weren't in a position to at that point. Everything was kind of ripped away. And I actually felt that I I lost my purpose a little bit because throughout maybe the, the year before that, I was so focused on this reality show and being the right influencer for the right people that I forgot about my own message. I forgot about who I was and I forgot about the impact that I wanted to create. So even though we went into lockdown and everything was stripped away from me, I had to take that step back and I had to think, if Instagram was never here, what would I do? Who would I be? Where would I go? And it really helped me knuckle down, focus on some of my own projects that I never could have done before because I never gave myself enough time. And there's a difference to having enough time and giving yourself enough time because we have the same hours in the day. We all do. It's just how you utilize those hours. And I would spend hours being like, I'm just going to go down the road and grab a coffee. I'll just quickly go for a brunch. And now I utilise my time so much more wisely that even if I am going for a coffee and going for a walk, I'll make sure that I'm listening to something which is going to impact me within my personal development and help me grow as a person, whether that's learning a language, whether that's listening to a podcast. 
it's utilizing every single second we have in the right way. And even if those seconds are meditation and taking that time out to just do things that you really love, and I'm not saying that you need to spend every hour every day working, but spending an hour maybe just reading Harry Potter or watching a film is still very, very important when it comes to your mindset and your personal development. Because if we don't learn to take a step back and recover and reset, then we do get burnt out very quickly. So I'm a typical person that I feel guilty when I don't work. And I can tell myself, oh, I should be doing more today. I should be doing more. But again, that's because I have come from uh, my family is very much work as much as you can make sure you're doing the right thing and that you enjoy your work but just work 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 my dad he had an incredible job my my nan and my granddad both worked about three to four jobs they had five kids by the time they were 21 so for them work's been at an all-time high you always work you work 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 but what for sometimes as long if you don't know the direction you're going in then it's really hard to be motivated surrounding your work because you can't see the end goal because you're so focused in just working as much as you can and bend yourself up that you forget about the little things in life and I think COVID really allowed us to take that step back appreciate things like nature I've got right where I live I have a beautiful forest and an amazing lake I've lived here my whole life and only the past year have I been grateful for it I walk around the forest and I think wow this is amazing because we could only be grateful for those little things. We had to be grateful for those little things because if we weren't, then we had nothing. We was waking up every day. A lot of people were depressed and anxious because they had no idea where we was going to go and the uncertainty of life. So being grateful for the smaller things really gave me, myself, just that little bit of hope that it's okay, we're okay, and everything will get better in time. And just trust the process because everything happens for a reason. This mm-hmm. is happening to us for a reason. It's not about saying, why is this happening to me? But it's about saying, what can I learn from this? What is this teaching me? So I love that little nugget. Yeah. Fabulous. And and so that that's a nice transition to to ask you so what what's next for you then where could you said about moving forward where what's what are you moving forward on to now so I mean don't get me wrong I would love to be moving to Dubai right now <laughs> as, <laughs> as wouldn't the majority of people really love to live in another country but again that's just purely because I miss traveling so much I'm a very cultured person I love traveling I love going to new places so I, I miss my travel but I think for me, I finally really found my purpose in life. And I mentioned before about the younger generation. This is definitely my path in life is working with the younger generation, whether that's directly with them through schooling or whether that's more coaching and team coaching after. I'm doing a life coaching accreditation course now. So hopefully once I'm fully accredited, then I'll be able to use those skills to take that into the the young generation whether that just be through coaching or schools or I'm not too sure yeah um a podcast is definitely going to be on the horizon for me very soon because I can talk for Britain so (laughs) I might as well have my own podcast the clubhouse is 
doing that right now for me. So I'm fully, fully into Clubhouse. And that's been an incredible platform that I'm loving right now. I still have Instagram and that will always still be a part of my my life and my journey because I love the visual aspects of it and I love that content I get to create on there and the impacts that I get to help people with but I think the power of the voice is so powerful it's so powerful and we don't know how powerful we can be so podcast is definitely on the horizon for me I would love to be on a show like Bake Off or MasterChef Something like that, because I love cooking. I love cooking and baking. Or, or uh, everyone always says to me, "Would you do the jungle?" Absolutely. But um, I think realistically, sometimes it's it's good to have your goals and it's good to manifest those big dreams that we all know that we can get to. But realistically, success for me is just doing something that I absolutely love every single day and being content with that within that job and then having the freedom because ultimately we all want freedom ultimately we all want to be able to take as much time off as we need whether that's to travel whether that's just to lay in whether that's to spend more time with your family and be able to have breakfast every morning with your children ultimately that's what we all want so if you can make sure that the path you are creating is going to enable you to have that freedom to live the life you want even if the freedom to live the life you want is working 12 hour days. If that's something you really enjoy, you go ahead and do that. And again, it just comes down to knowing your why, knowing why you want to do the things you want to do, knowing what you want the world to see about you and and how you want to view yourself as well, knowing that you are worth so much more than we realise because we're all incredible people and sometimes we can we can forget that and we forget our superpowers because we all have our little superpowers however big or however small and um it's really recognizing those superpowers and then not just recognizing but utilizing them as well in the right way to help you grow and succeed in life so yeah I suppose that's kind of where I want to be but Everyone always says, where do you want to be in five years? And I always say, I don't know who I'm going to be in five years. So I don't know where I'm going to be because I could be a completely different person to who I am now. If I was to look back at when I was 21, I never thought. I thought I thought by now I'd be married. I thought I'd have kids. I thought I'd be living in this big house. But I wouldn't be doing what I would be doing now if I had all those things because I wouldn't have that freedom. I'd have these different commitments so like I said everything happens for a reason well I hope in the next uh, couple of years I'll be helping you to stand on those stages in the schools wherever you are just sharing that incredible message your story and uh, yeah just really giving the young people a, a solid foundation to transverse through life because, yeah. uh, life is incredible and it, it's even more phenomenal when you've got some powerful concepts mindset and people behind you to help guide you thank, so, thank, thank you so much yeah well thank you for just sharing your story thank you for sharing your pearls of golden nugget. <laughs> I love it <laughs> every time you put golden nugget it reminds me of the cereal 
you know the cereal golden nuggets did you yeah, ever have sugar. Yeah, sugar, overload. Sugar, sugar overload but I used to love golden nuggets so every time you put that I was like golden nuggets <laughs> yeah, proper golden nuggets so I can hold yeah. that up yeah, yeah. for sharing and how can people keep in where can they find you obviously Instagram but anywhere else of course so every platform is just my name and um, so instagram is victoria.winsford tiktok is victoria winsford i think the only one that is different is twitter which is the winsford uk purely because my name is far too long for them to allow me to have that username so we had to choose something else and uh victoriawinsford.com you'll find all of my recipe books my ebooks and my eight-week training guide is over on there as well i also have another website called the social secret which is all about growing your social media organically and in the right way so if that's of interest for you then go over there and other than that, you'll find me on Clubhouse most mornings <laughs> yeah. and dropping the odd, uh, the odd room here and there all about personal development. So, again, that's just my name over on Clubhouse for those of you that are lucky to have Clubhouse at the moment. Yeah. So uh, if, when you're listening, go and find Victoria. Have her speak at your events, uh, in your schools. Like She has a really powerful message to share not only for the younger generation but also for for you know older generation to remember because sometimes people forget they get into the the minutiae of life and they really forget how incredible they are and that they have a big why and a message and a story to share so thank you victoria for sharing with us thank you so much for having me it's been an absolute pleasure my pleasure as well Thank you, Victoria Winterford, and thank you for listening. Tune in next time for another inspiring story. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay abundant. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Mind Speak podcast with myself, Elaine Powell, and special guest. I would love for you to share your thoughts around this podcast. Press the subscribe button, scroll down, and give it a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on. That would be much appreciated. So until the next time, keep on amplifying your voice, message, and story. Take care.